listening to the Smells Like Middle Aged Spirit Podcast. What smells so bad? It's strong, but you'll get used to it. Now here's your hosts, Nick Stevenson yeah, and buddy. Chris Clark. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, whatever time of day it is, wherever you may be listening in the world, welcome to episode 32 of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. As always, my name is Nick Stevenson, and my man Chris Clark, aka The Hype Gorilla, is in the building, and we're joined by a very special guest, Miss Naomi Richardson. Hey, hey. AKA, the provider of these sweet vector files that we <laughs> used uh, to make our Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast merch. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, we appreciate your support of the show, both behind the scenes <laughs> yeah. and also uh, being a listener. And uh, we, we, this has been in the works for a little bit. Yeah. And sure. I was really happy to hear that you wanted to come on. And um, we just decided we're going to get here and talk some shit. There's, uh, <laughs> there's been a lot going on. So I didn't get to interview ahead of time or anything like that. But it's cool, man. We're just we're just gonna wing it. So uh, let's go. We'll Those talk are, about whatever you want to talk about. That's what's, the best one. That's the yeah, best one for sure. Uh, so, uh, <sighs> what's your thoughts on eating ass? I don't know. <laughs> let's just jump right on in here. Yeah, let's just jump on in. Jump on in. You prefer jelly or syrup? I'm a plain guy myself. I like my ass with no condiments. No, we don't have to get into that. At least not right now. Um, no, but you are the owner of Richardson Design. That's right. The CEO, the boss, and um, that's that's really cool. So, what, what brought you? What got you interested in doing that type of work? Mm, so I notice. I notice you're you're all tatted up. So, are you an artist by nature? What, yes, sir. Yeah, I dig your tats. I like them. Thank I'm, you. See, I'm really not a tattoo person because I've seen a lot of bad ones. But oh, yeah. if you see good ones, cool. you're I'm like, a, I'm a fucking walking image of bad tattoos, dog. <laughs> like, that's me. I was yeah. I was that stunt dummy when I was fucking 17. <laughs> yeah, for we sure. We were slowly but surely going to Banerjee and getting that shit pulled off. Shout oh, out. Man. But yeah. yeah, so are you artist by nature? Has that always been your, your leaning? Yep, that's always been my thing. Um, I mean, as far as I can remember, you know, Blue Ribbon at the Rodeo Art Show and all right. that good stuff. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I was drawing logos for our yard guy when I was a kid. I just didn't, <laughs> oh, know, really? I didn't yeah. know that was graphic design. I had no idea. Right. I was just like, hey, you need a sign or something. Like, right. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Here I am, like, in third that's grade drawing That's logos. what's up. An entrepreneurial third grader. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. We, Me and Chris talk about all the time how it seems like young girls always have a plan mm -hmm. when they're really young. Like... I have a daughter who she's known what she wants to do for a living since she was seven years old. Yes. And like boys were like, I'm going to be Batman. Like we have <laughs> no plan whatsoever, you know, but I mean, I think that's really cool. And the fact that you were able to turn it into a business working for yourself, not working for the man. Yeah. Like we love stuff like that. So and that's what you do full time. That's what I do full time. Nice. Um, aside from being a homeschool teacher right now, Ooh. I'd rather not Oh discuss. my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's you realize not everybody's built for that. Oh my gosh! I'm here. I'm trying to teach place value to a first grader who got half of kindergarten last year, uh -huh. and I mean she's my little angel. And here I'm making her cry at 10, yeah. 10 o'clock in the yeah. morning. Right. <laughs> right. But have you noticed that also the biggest issue is that the way we learn math, there's no such thing as the way we learn math uh -oh. anymore. And you're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. It's like it's like trying to learn a new language now absolutely and my daughter brings me my homework and i look at him like 
Yeah, you need to go talk to Yeah, you, you brought that to the wrong <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. I'm telling you. I mean, yeah. so last year, Fallon was in third, mm-hmm. and she brought the iPad to me, and she's, Dad, I don't understand this. And it was a fraction that was, it was upside down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it, and I was like, this don't make no fucking sense. <laughs> How are you supposed, I, I don't even remember what we're supposed to be doing, but. Yeah. The big number don't go on top. You got to multiply it by the inverse. <laughs> like it was, it was, I can't remember what it was called. Balancing equate or balancing fractions right. or some shit like that. But I'm looking right. at Haley like. Yeah. All of a sudden he's drooling like okay. Patrick on SpongeBob. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> and it, dude, it took us a solid three hours. I finally called my brother who's a teacher. I'm like, right. what in the flying <laughs> fuck is this shit about? Why are you guys making Why? it so much more complicated? And yeah. when would you ever use that? Can yeah, you I please mean, tell me when you ever see an upside down fraction in the real world? Even simple stuff like the addition of three digit numbers that used to be really easy. You just yes, yeah, they're, they're like a, they're squares and boxes, and then you got to draw. Like I'm like I, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> yeah. as it is, I pass math with like a D plus. Yep. So yeah. <laughs> yep. like stop Seriously. asking me. I'm sorry. Like you know more than I do. Trust me. The thing is, these kids these days don't know how easy they have it. I'm like you realize. All you got to do is ask Alexa for the answer, and it's going <laughs> to pop up just like that. Like I think I the way make... they're getting around that, though, is they have to show their work, because if you notice... You can Google that, too, bro. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> I would have been a straight-A student if I had gone to school. These You can, you can Google how to do... You can Google it all. And Oh, man. I mean, I'm not encouraging that, kids. First of all, you shouldn't be listening. If you're a kid, turn this shit off. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, yeah, that's not I the business. Know that. Good so, yeah. in... I'm kind of more of the artistic type too, but I grew up in a time where like, if you were in the art, uh, you need to get a real job type of thing, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know? So did you get support from your parents when you were growing up? Like, what do you tell your parents when they want you to become a doctor or a lawyer? And you're like, I want to draw. Well, I, uh, I was always, art was always like my hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was blessed to be really good in school. Mm-hmm. I just, I was one of those kids. I didn't even open up the book until right before the test. I'd be sitting in class 30 seconds before the test. Let's skim through the pages. All right, I got this. And yeah, then you, get were, the, the you were a test grade. taker. You were a test taker. Absolutely. That's what I was. But uh, my parents, they didn't care. I think they figured that whatever I did, I'd be good at it. Yeah. And so my mom was always like, look, just whatever you want to do, just do your best. Good Whatever job, mama. it is, just do your best. Good yeah. job, mama. Yeah. That's, that's the type of moms we need in this world, you know? And, I, know. I mean, my parents, they were just working with what they were given. And <laughs> we had, they had this idea that, like, you have to do something that you make a living at. And I'm like, but mom, like, I want to write music. I want to. That was like, me. I was, was right. going to be a rock star until I was, like, 17. I was like, that's probably not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But with my kids now, like, and sometimes they come up with some wild shit. Yeah. I'm like, you go for that. You do it. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, remember when Josh came on, he said uh, his oldest told him he wants to work at, she wants to work at Target. <laughs> He's like, that's good, baby, but let's let's aim a little bit higher, though. That's what's you know? up. <laughs> yeah. But you Target. know what? I mean, thank you. I mean, anything my kids come up to me with, I'm going to tell them, you work your ass off and you go for it. You I don't be care the best. what it is. Whatever because, it is you do, you go be the fucking right, best. Because now I know the value of loving what you do versus just yeah, absolutely walking through it. It makes so, all the difference. Yeah, for sure. And so you probably get excited when you get a phone call from a startup podcast like, hey, can you <laughs> turn this into a vector file? And, I mean, we've supplied you with the art, so I don't know. Tell me how that works because I supplied you with a picture. Like, do you have to redraw the thing entirely? Or? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, That's sometimes cool. you get, uh, I'll get a, a, a GIF or a JPEG from a client, mm-hmm. and um, 
you can, there's like little ways around it that'll give you like a head start. And sometimes it's like, all right, this is just going to be bad. I just got to start all over and yeah. take it from there. But, uh, you know, whatever you got to do to make the image come out the best is yeah. what you're going to do. Yeah. So, I got it. I got it. But how long does it take? Uh, too long. <laughs> yeah, she don't want to tell us that. She might have to charge us more. <laughs> She's like, oh, you didn't, you didn't know uh, I came here with my receipts. Uh, I am learning a lot about uh, how much time it realistically takes to start a project to completion and not just the design work, but the, the invoicing, all the research, mm-hmm. the business side of things. Uh, it's a, pr- it's a process. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, for what you did, I really appreciate it. I oh, felt yeah. like. It was very competitive pricing. I honestly didn't look anywhere else because <laughs> my man Chris said, hey, I know somebody. Cool. I trust you. You know, so yeah. and <laughs> I hate to do this to my buddy, but when we were trying to get logo designs. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is my man. I've known him since we were. I was a freshman in high school. We've been boys forever. And I didn't go to him like, hey, man, I need the homeboy hookup. But when you go to somebody, you know. It's kind of like, well, like, I don't know. I'm one of those people. I believe you should get paid what you're worth, what your work is worth. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I had a number in mind, and I'm like, hey, man, we need a design. We need this and that. I told him what we need. He's like, yeah, that'll be like five thousand dollars. I was like, <laughs> yeah, he I'm called, sorry. told me that. I was like, <laughs> I was well, like, I was like, what? I love you, Mike. How's your mom doing? <laughs> Good hearing from you. <laughs> <laughs> like I was Moving like, on. yeah, but, um, you know, I, I, I didn't know anything about doing all of this. So I, I'm really thankful for people like yourself because yeah, no I wouldn't have known where to begin. I just knew I wanted to make a t-shirt and I thought it was going to be super easy. Like I just click and paste, right? A little bit more to it than that. Yeah, so, yeah. and you, and you did a very fine job and I've seen some of your other work. So you want to shout out, uh, some of the other businesses you've done some work for? Oh, shoot. Oh, my goodness. Where so do I start? people can Google it. Yeah. <laughs> see what it looks like. Um, first of all, I'm very lucky to know um, a really great network of people, individuals, and business owners here in Deer Park and Laporte mm-hmm. and the surrounding areas. That's big. Um, since I used to be the communications director for the Deer Park Chamber of Commerce. Oh, snap. So, really? Yeah. I worked there for almost four years, um, and I've fucking loved it yeah yeah it was, I was great to say, give me i need some inside yeah, i need no. some inside on this i love yeah. that I, I got you yeah. um and i didn't know anything about business i didn't know what a chamber did when i walked in or anything like that but i knew graphics mm. and i would see the graphics that they were already using or flyers or their their directory and i was like i can i can one up that you know yeah. Like, yeah. i got you and so i went in there and uh the the last thing my boss said before he hired me was, you know what? There's one problem with you. He's like, you're not going to be here for very long because you're too good for this job. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good compliment. But yeah, yeah. I was flattered because I didn't even know. I I went from college to a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. for about five, six years. And so, I mean, I did graphic design and web design on the side. It was really a hobby because there's not really that much extra time when you're a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what you did in college? <laughs> yeah, yeah, graphic design. Okay, um, that's cool. Yeah, I, I didn't even know, and it was a career until I was a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what an Apple was. Right. I, I was, my one of my teachers said, oh, you need to get an iMac. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> what yeah. is that? They're like, oh, it's a computer. I'm like, uh, okay. Anyways, yeah, I got and that's, tur- that's tricky. When you're yeah. going from PC 
Like, honestly, I feel like Apple products are easier to learn. I agree. If you're starting with no knowledge. But when you grew up using PC. Yeah. Yeah. Apple's like a whole nother language yeah, to you. Yeah, so my dad was like corporate IT. Mm-hmm. And he built computers. And I'd help him build computers. And, like, you know, I grew up. I mean, obviously, the internet. That's, right. That's, you know, my jam. Right. And uh, Some AOL action. Yes. yes. <laughs> that dial-up still haunts my dreams. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but so he gave me a bunch of shit. But uh, it all worked out. I loved it. Uh, one of my professors even said, you know what? Why don't you... I'm going to offer you a teaching position when you're done graduating. And I'm oh, like, no, snap. I don't want to be a teacher. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. uh, it just kind of like was my thing. I just, I hit it off. Me and graphics and computers, it's just a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, anyways, through the Deer Park Chamber, I got to understand and know business a little bit better. Right. Aside from, you know, I knew my skill set. That was fine and dandy. But I you know, I was under the impression that a lot of business owners like had their stuff together, <laughs> all of that, you know. Right. No, Surely they must. No offense. I am not name calling <laughs> anybody here, so I'm not talking about you. Right. And uh, I, I just. Right now, that is <laughs> far from the truth. Yeah. 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 So um, people would come up to me for all kinds of stuff. And I realized that I had a lot more knowledge than I thought I did. I had mm-hmm. value. Um, and then that's when I was like, all right, I think I'm going to start thinking in another direction here. Yeah. Um, but I was very lucky to work with wonderful, wonderful people who gave me uh, creative freedom. Yeah. They basically let me do my thing, and uh, and I'd like to think I did it well. And, yeah, that's that. Yeah, I mean – Having a having a circle, a good group of people and networking, we talk about that all the time. Yeah. Yep. It's crucial. Absolutely. And we are really fortunate that I feel like the business owners in this area, in the Deer Park, LaPorte, Pasadena area, are really tight knit group of people. Like they all want to help each other out. Absolutely. And the the spirit of entrepreneurship and community in this area is is great. So that's why I mean I, we're fortunate that we started our ventures here because we've gotten most of our support has been local. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's been huge. So you said you went to college and you were a stay at home mom for a while. So how old were you when you had your? You have how many children do you have? I have two. You have two. Yeah, I have a six year old and a nine year old. Okay. So I mean, I guess wonderful I was ages. Like, oh yeah, they're super. <laughs> <laughs> you have boys. Uh, my six year old is a uh, uh, my daughter, and uh, uh-huh. my son is nine. Okay, so you have a boy and a girl. You got yeah. the perfect little family setup. Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> so, so they far. in the sports? Do they draw? Do they get your? What do they oh, do? Oh gosh, my son is into gaming, anything gaming. Um, and my daughter is super creative. She's yeah. just like me, very um particular. She mm, likes her things right. done a certain way. If it's not done her way, then beat it. I, yeah. <laughs> I just gotta say one thing. We've mentioned this before. Don't look down on that gaming stuff. This is a whole oh, no. new day and age. Uh, There's kids it. getting scholarships to go to college yep. to play video games. Absolutely. So, like, it, it, there was, you know, when we were growing up, it was like, don't play that game. It'll rot your brain, <laughs> you know, because we didn't know any better. And now, I mean, I'm telling you, there's there's kids playing, and it's the same games we're playing at home. They just played them. All those hours they spent, you know, not doing their homework or whatever, they just they got passionate about it. And I mean, there's kids making real money Absolutely. playing video games. So yeah. that's one of those things, like we were saying, if your kids are into it, like encourage them. Yep. And, um, 
You said your son is the nine-year-old? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I think it's just like anything else, you know, all things in moderation. Right. So I think there's a lot of good that comes from gaming as well, especially now when you've got a headset, you can talk to people and everything. Uh, he knows, like, the safety aspect of it, you know, don't get about, give out your information or anything like that. But there's a lot of things that you can learn from games as well. So, I mean, I played a lot of games when yeah, I was younger. For sure. Um, and I mean, there's a lot of strategy. There's yeah. th- there's a lot Let's of have things. A coordination. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. strategy for sure. I'm like, look, do you really want to go into that level with that weapon when you know that that bad guy's weakness is this? Exactly. You know? <laughs> I mean, they're actually using a really high brain function. So that's cool. And you said your daughter's the artistic one. Absolutely. So is she going to follow mama's footsteps? Oh, yeah. She's got her own uh, YouTube channel. She does a... Oh, nice. Yeah, she does go ahead and shout that out. <laughs> Cutie Crafts with Harper. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, and what's she doing so, there? Uh, she teaches, like, younger kids, like, how to do little crafts. So we do little projects together, and then... I'll go ahead and record her. And she does some un- unboxing stuff because that's what she sees the other YouTubers doing. And, and she's that's six? Fun. She's six, yeah. Chris, why have we not had a woman president of the United States <laughs> up to this point? So I, I want to know. The, uh, I, I'm going to ask you a question that I don't want to know the answer to because I don't want my pride to get hurt. But how many subscribers does this young lady have on her YouTube channel? Well, fortunately, uh, it's not too many right now. Um, we started She's this. She's still young, so yeah. you got to be careful. Yeah. Well, we started this, you know, whenever COVID started. And I was like, okay, well, this is going to be a fun little thing that we can do. And then came the hours of editing <laughs> yeah. and, the yes. hours yeah. of, and the hours of shooting. Mm. And then the, you know, oh, my gosh, it's just never But ending. at six years old, are you helping her edit or is she doing this? Uh Actually, the first time we shot a video, I was like, sure, sure, baby. You know, like, I'll, I'll yeah. record you doing this. I was yeah. like, yeah, okay, this is <laughs> whatever. We're killing time here, whatever right. works. And then, like, she just, it was like a, f- a switch flipped when she was yeah. behind the camera. I was like, where did this chick come from? Is she She's interested in an internship? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, we're going to have to stop saying the F word. But. <laughs> wow, she six gets years a, old. Yeah, she gets serious behind the video. She's very, um, she breaks, um, she breaks all the different steps down and she'll tell you like the materials you need for that time. And Oh, by the way, you shouldn't use this because a lot of times this will mess up this right? and you've got to do this first, but make sure it's dried. And I'm like, I am not teaching her anything. <laughs> I'm just back behind the camera. Yeah. And yeah. it's impressive. Yeah. That is impressive. That's impressive. Yeah. I'm telling you, America, can we elect a woman president? Like <laughs> these girls have their shit together at a very early age. Like, can we get on this shit yeah. at some point? I agree. We got to make it happen. <laughs> That's crazy. So you got to be really proud of that. And I understand, and yeah. that's funny because me and Chris are always paying attention to like there'll be some eight year old kid with two hundred thousand followers. I know. Like yeah. That's why I was asking earlier. Like page. we have one hundred twenty three subscribers <laughs> on our YouTube page. Like how are we doing in the grand scheme of shit? Yeah, no compared worries. to a six year old. I think last time I checked, it was like thirty years. Okay. So, okay. so yeah, <laughs> she's I mean, got a ways still, to go. <laughs> yeah, but she's six. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. You see, my kids. Both of my kids were like, I want to start a YouTube channel. And I was like, uh, what are you going to do on it? <laughs> right. So <laughs> Hannah likes to get on YouTube and watch these videos of these kids playing with dolls. Yeah. And it's just a kid holding a doll next to another doll and doing voices. And I'm like, that is ridiculous. I, uh, I go yeah. look at those videos and see how many views they have. Bro. Oh, it's, it's fucking crazy. There'll be it's 6 crazy. million it's views crazy. on the video. Yeah. And that little six-year-old playing with Barbie dolls is probably worth more than... a monetized YouTube channel. <laughs> all of us yeah. together, like, wow. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Let me find some dolls. Because she's, like, she was watching this one 
like this kid did a challenge like to see how long he could lock him like close himself inside of a taped up box <laughs> and the camera was in the box <laughs> and it had like seven million views bro <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing? Everyone wants to see if you passed out or not. Right, I was like, what are we doing wrong right now? Like, <laughs> but, but, yeah, see, my last it, video got 40 views on it. I'm about to say, <laughs> we're putting 20 hours of production into these fucking podcasts, and you got a six year old in a box with a fucking smartphone. God, I'm telling bro. you, man, hey, it's man, crazy. It's a but, crazy day to be alive. Yeah, I tell yeah. you what. But man, I mean, these kids, if they have something they're passionate about and they're dreaming and. I mean, I say go for it. So when's she going to be allowed to get her first tattoo, Mom? <laughs> I uh, I waited until my mom said yes. Now mm-hmm. I ask her every damn day. <laughs> 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 but as soon as she said yes, then I was gone. How old were yeah. you when, when she said yes? I was when 18. When she said yes. Sorry. Yeah. You were I, 18? I was 18, so... You have to be 18 to get a tattoo, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, I don't think I you don't, can I sign for them anymore. I like you used to. Okay. Back okay. in my day, you could sign for them. Okay. So but unless you get like a jailhouse tat... Then you, yeah, 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 right, 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 right. Yeah. Which we're not, we're not advocating that at I all. I had no, sense enough to to know that I was going to wait until after high school because high school was just school, and then after high school would be the real world. And although at eighteen I wasn't really in the real world yet, at yeah. least I wasn't around my the people that I didn't really want to be around anymore. Right, right exactly. I wasn't like putting up a front all the time. Right. So yeah, I waited, and That's I waited cool. until I knew exactly what I wanted. Yeah. I've got no no regrets. Yeah. My, my kids have already asked me, when can we get tattoos? <laughs> I was like, you got to talk to your mom about that. Like, I have never gotten a tattoo, and I'm not against them. Like I said, I've seen so many bad ones. And I look at those people, I'm like, that's going to be on you forever. Yeah. Forever. Dude, like, I, I'm and telling I you, <laughs> I am a fucking walking tattoo dummy. Like, yeah. anything that's not covered by my pants or my shorts and my shirt right. is a fucking whack-ass how many tattoo. Of, how many of them do you still like? I like my arms. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to think, like, what could I put on my body that I would be okay like, with I, being there forever? Forever. And I was like, maybe, like, my kids' names. Like, I love my wife to death, but well, I wouldn't even put I, her name. I, I had my mom, my dad, and then together forever united as one on my chest. Right. See, that. So those are, those are the ones sweet. that. I can dig that. But there's a lot of butterfly tramp stamps walking around right now. Uh, yeah. That are like, eh. yeah, and yeah. you're gonna be 80 years old with that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, it's whack, dude. Like, I, that is the one thing I wish I could, yeah, go yeah. back and not fucking do. Is it's all good. Yeah, you're I only think young. as an artist, you appreciate certain things, you know, like growing up, and you admire certain things, and I, I wanted those to be, you know, on me. They're yeah. Yeah, very yeah, representative yeah. of yeah. who it I am. Kind of tells the story, yeah. of your growing up. Absolutely. I dig that. See, I can get with that. Mm-hmm. I wish I had um, that same <laughs> right versus the drunk tattoo, Ugh. which there's probably a lot of those out there. I so. got drunk piercings, no drunk tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can man. take those out though. Yeah, yeah you take that's those. True. That can that's go true. away. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. I have two girls, and I don't even know where to begin on all that stuff. We talk about all the time, you know, because like. My eight-year-old wants a cell phone. I'm like, you don't need a cell phone. Yeah, and yeah. I have a daughter who's a freshman in high school now. And fortunately, Maddie's pretty, she's pretty tame when it comes to, like, her thing was makeup. She wanted to start putting on makeup. And I think she started in the sixth or seventh grade. Makeup's fun. Yeah, and she wasn't <laughs> yeah. crazy. And she's actually really good at it. Her mom is a makeup artist and an esthetician. That's so great. She takes on with that. And um, I don't know, you know how dads are. I was like, I think that eyeliner is a little too dark well, type stuff, you know. See, when Fallon first started getting into it, she came in. Of course, it was 
it was fucking everywhere. I was like, yeah, what the? Who gave you that? Like, what are you doing? Right. And he was like, me. Look, everybody starts somewhere. Right. Everybody has to get comfortable. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's okay for her to play with makeup. Like, right. Red lipstick. I said, look, it blue eyeshadow. I don't want her in public walking around. Like, oh no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's like if we go somewhere, it comes off. Right. And that's to this day, that's how we run. If she wants to walk around looking like a clown in the house, then yeah. Fine. Maddie, yeah. Maddie made a couple of videos of her doing her makeup that she put on her Instagram, and I was like, she's got a real talent for this. Yeah, like, and see, Fallon's, Fallon's getting there. She's, I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know the technical terms, but like, blending, is that what it's blending. called? Yeah. With the eyes, yeah, she's starting to get this where it's... Yeah, she's a blender. Not where it's like caked on, but it's like right, done right, 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 right. Yes. That's I think cool. There's a, I think there's a lot of adult women who could use how to learn... That's true. I mean, yeah. Geez. That's uh-huh. true. That's true. I'm like, ooh, lady, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, so that's really cool, man. Being a parent, it's it's you know because you think about when we were that age, and I remember my parents telling me I couldn't do stuff that I was like, oh, that's so stupid. Like I don't understand why they won't let me do this. But then when you become a parent, mm-hmm. like my daughter right now, she's fourteen. <laughs> 15, you sure? Four, four, oh, <laughs> yes, she will be fifteen in January. Sorry. Um, that is the age her mother was when I met her mother. Oh, that's crazy. Yes. On her 14th birthday, I was like, uh, <laughs> I just got this like sick pit in my stomach. And I imagine Maddie coming home and be like, daddy, this is my boyfriend and I love him. And I'm like, wait a minute. So I immediately on my daughter's birthday, I called my mom and I called my father and I was like, Hey guys. I get it now. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I get it. Because I was 16 and her mom was 14 when we met. And when I'm looking at Maddie, thinking yeah. like, yeah. no. Fuck yeah. no. Fuck no. It's, it's, crazy. it's crazy stuff, man. It Being happens so fast. I know everyone says it, but until like you're going through that same thing, like you're like, holy shit. This yeah. really happened yeah. It's true. I tell people, like, you got to enjoy it while it's here. And, yeah. you know, Madeline's mother and I, pretty much split up she was a baby when we split up and we got back together for a little while but i spent the majority of her life as like you know only seeing her every other weekend type thing and it goes by even faster when that's the case and she finally came to live with us and i mean dude that was almost four years ago like yeah gone like that she was in the fifth grade when she came to live with us and she's a freshman in high school now so crazy you got to cherish it you yeah. got to cherish it while it lasts. So you going to have any more? Oh, God, no. Not if I can help it. <laughs> <laughs> that was just an accident, huh? How long have you been married? Uh, Ten years in Congratulations two weeks. on that. Nice. Yeah, thank Congratulations you. on that. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Ten years. You're you're at ten, right? Uh, yeah, June 26 was our ten. Okay. And how old were you when you got married? Uh, 24. 24. Mm-hmm. So did you feel like... Uh, You'd lived all the wild, crazy life you wanted to live oh, by yeah. the time you got married. I was, I was crazy. You were done. Oh, I partied hardy. <laughs> yeah, I partied, yeah. and I, I would show up to my seven thirty AP history class smelling like a bar. <laughs> That's funny. I walked in, and That's I think funny. everyone was like, "Oh shit!" Like we all know where she was. <laughs> I wouldn't go to sleep or just take my test. Yeah, like, all right, I need to pass out now. So you got it done early. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, these girls do. They grow up fast. So you got it all done, got it out of your system early. Oh, yeah. That's cool. I I, um, I grew up, like I said, I met my daughter's mother when I was 16. And we were together until I was 23. So, like, all of a sudden, we get divorced. I'm at 23 years old. I'm divorced. I'm doing with 
40 year olds. So like, I really have nothing in common with people in my age group anymore. Cause they're still like single partying, yeah. never been married. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm so out of place. So I'm like hanging out at Sherlock's with the Cougs, like, because <laughs> I'm living the same life they're living. in Sherlock. <laughs> that was, Sherlock's is a great place. Don't get drunk and try to find the bathroom. But other than that, because you ever been to Sherlock's, oh, Chris? Yeah. I believe once or twice. I don't know if you remember. It wasn't for But there was a though. wall. It was like fake books. It looked like a library. And the bathroom was in that wall somewhere. Like, oh, shit. You had to pull the bookcase. <laughs> you had to pull the bookcase <laughs> yeah. in the bathroom. So you see drunk motherfuckers all the time, like, <laughs> trying to find the de- Walking into the women's bathroom when you're, like, you, oh, man. Yeah. But shout out. They closed that place a few years ago, man. But, yeah, I mean, I was kind of living life backwards. And on, on this show, we talk a lot about relationships. And, uh, you know, Chris, he married his high school sweetheart. And he's really fortunate. Like, it worked out for him. And you said you were 24 when you got married. Is this somebody you grew up dating or? No, actually, um, my longest relationship until I met my husband was eight months. Mm -hmm. Like I would pretty much know at that point whether or not that person was. Yeah. All right. At this point, I'm invested in the relationship. Do I continue wasting my time or do I move on? And like, you know, see, that's a very mature response too. Yeah. (laughs) me and my dumb ass. I'd be a person for three years. Like. And I knew a year. I knew two and a half years ago I wasn't going to marry him. Like, damn. I know. I know a lot of guys like that, and I think guys just get very comfortable. Like, you know what? Nothing's bad is happening. So, um, yeah, I think that's hard to tell somebody. Like, eh. you know. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't go out and cheat. I would just stay. Yeah. Like I lived with a girl for like two and a half years, and I knew like six months into it that I was not going to marry her. Yeah. And I'm like. I'm good because she wasn't really talking about marriage or anything like that. So, like, we were just having fun. We were friends. Like, that's right. It was all good. And then one day she brings up marriage and kids, and I'm like, ah. Oh. Uh. Yeah, you get that reaction. Then it's like, all right, there yeah. you go. Here's your son. Yeah, I'm like, hey, what's in the movies right now? Let's go see a movie. Like, trying to change the subject and stuff. But yeah. I don't know what it is. But that's a very mature response to that. So, you would have, you had, you said the longest relationship was eight months. That's right. Yeah. So, what was it about your husband? Like, it clicked. You knew he was the one. Uh, well, actually, I was with another guy when I met him. I feel you. <laughs> and I. Hey, we're we're in that same club. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> and I honestly, um, it was a a mutual friend here, um, that introduced us at the bar. You know, very very romantic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> a bar downtown, and he was like. Hey, Naomi, this is my friend Clinton. He's got tattoos. Hey, Clinton, this is my friend Naomi. She's got tattoos. And then he walked off. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's funny. Damn. <laughs> and, uh, and we hung out, and, and he was cool, and then that was that. And, Let me you know. ask you about your vibes before you met him. Because you said you'd been through some probably bad relationships. Like, what would you say your vibe was by the time you re- met the right person? Like, were you skeptical? Were you like, oh, men ain't shit? Nah. What, what was your vibe when you met uh, him? I am a... Take notes, ladies. I'm very laid back. Don't look for shit. Mm-hmm. When it happens, it happens. Just live your life. Just have fun. Yes. You don't, you don't need to live your life for anyone else, you know? Just, you've got one life to live. Right. Have fun. And you you do you, and whenever that person comes along, they're going to be attracted to the real you. Exactly. Not some front you're putting on for other people trying to, you know, Preach. attract what you think you want. Right. Because a lot of people think they know exactly what they want, and that's really not the case. Yeah. Man, there's a lot of women out there 
changing up their bodies, trying to look like what they saw on Instagram. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, and I know that some of you ladies out there are doing that for you because you want to feel good about you. And if that's the reason, awesome. Go for it. But if you're doing these things because you think that that's what the opposite sex wants you to look like, I'm telling you, a good man is going to sniff that out and he's going to realize yeah. she don't love her. And that means she's going to come with some drama. Like, yeah. because you cannot force a person who does not love themselves, like, you can't love them enough. That's right. Because there's always going to be something missing. So I guarantee you that when your husband met you, he was like, this chick is cool as fuck. Like, she's relaxed. <laughs> she's not, you know, I mean, I, I can't express that enough. And the reason I asked you that question is because when it's coming from me, people are like, ah, you're a man. What the fuck do you know? <laughs> and it's true. I, I do not know what it's like to be a single woman. Uh, I Actually, that's not true. I do know a little bit now what it's like to be a single woman. <laughs> Let me clarify what I'm talking about I'm really for quick. This. Yeah, I'm, can we can get we, some elaboration? Yeah. We're doing. We're trying to do this thing called two peas in a podcast. Mm. Okay, and what I've promised some of the ladies who've been interested in doing this is, I'll find you a man. I'll go find you a boyfriend. It's easy. There's lots of good guys out there. Well, holy flying! What you come to find out when you actually go out there and start looking for a boyfriend? Number one, I've had like three dudes think I was hitting on them. And they accepted. <laughs> I was like, no, dude, this is not for me. <laughs> but, you know, a guy walks up to you like, hey, are you single? Like, I, I can understand. I probably should clarify what I'm talking about before going into that conversation. Yeah. But there's a lot of not good options out there. But I think what you said was, was really key. Maybe because you're, look, you're looking. Like, you're, every person you meet. You're trying to like, hey, do they do they fit in this box? Nope. Ah. Yeah. You know, and if you just put out good vibes and be a good person, like you're going to attract the right type of people. I can say that about about my wife. Like she was not long out of a divorce, but she was not on this vibe of man hating. And yeah, you know, like both of us were going through some stuff. But when I met her, she was just a cool individual who I could have a conversation with. Yeah. And when, you know. When when conversations did get deeper, it wasn't all about, oh, what that other person did. Like, That's we right. had some self-reflection, like, hey, this is some of the things I wish I'd have done better in my previous relationship. Yeah, we had some together. honesty. Yeah. And it was a really cool thing. But had my, I told my wife all the time, like, because there was other women who were just constantly complaining and not trusting and skeptical and just negative and When you're like I'm that, you turn that bitter. And yes. that bitterness is really hard yeah. to... To change, to I mean, yeah. it that's like a black hole. You just yeah. and it shows. Yeah, it shows it tremendously. It yeah. does, and it's just it's not, it's not even fair because you could be a really good person, but when you're putting out that vibe, it's just unattractive. Like people are gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna stay away from that. I agree. And look, we got an example right here, ladies. Ten years in the making, <laughs> this woman did the right thing. She just put out good vibes. Was a cool person. Wasn't stressing about it, and it happened yeah, for we her. We just had fun. Yeah, that's what cool. That's cool. And you got two awesome kids uh that came from it that's right so what's in uh what's what what's in naomi richardson's future like right now you're doing the the richardson designs thing that's i'm right. sure you have ambitions of growing that bigger or maybe even ad adding additional aspects of art to it like what's in the future yeah so um as far as the creativity and the art side goes i kind of do everything so what I sell is graphic and web design, mm -hmm. but as hobbies, like I, I paint and I draw 
and I do like collages and I ex- explore different things with my daughter that she's right. coming to find. And I do makeup, special effects makeup. I do special effects props for Halloween. Cool. Oh, I, I love Halloween. Yeah, that's like makeup heaven right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, I spend a lot of money on special effects <laughs> stuff and, cool. um, you know, pretend like I know what I'm doing, but it all works out in the end. Um, and as far as the future, I just plan on getting better yeah. and learning the business side of things. And then we'll see. Maybe I can get some people to hop on board and help me out with administrative stuff so that I can get down to the nitty-gritty and get, yeah, some, get yeah. some good art out. Have you ever considered podcasting? <laughs> I have not. I you was kind not? of looking forward to this. My husband has, I mean, he jumped on the podcast wagon when I yeah. Joe Rogan, the very, very beginning days. Hell yeah. That's Chris's yeah. man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I like Joe Rogan. Too. I love him too. And I, I love his podcast. Um, I love I'm, the fact that Joe Rogan can fucking talk to anybody. I yeah. love it too. That's, that's his niche. Like that he can just have yeah. a conversation, a, a real conversation yeah. with anybody. Yeah. I'm going to put you onto an underrated podcast. Um, you, f- you know who Arian Foster is? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Runner used to be running back for the yeah. Texans. Um, his rap name is Bobby Fino. Okay. Um, so he's, he's also a rapper, but he actually has his own podcast. It's called the what now podcast. Okay. And he has a wide variety, excuse me, of guests. And I probably listen to him more than Rogan. Like I really dig his stuff. I recommend checking it out. Yeah. He's had, and he's had all kinds of celebrities on, but he's had like obscure, like scientists, astronauts, like he's had all kinds of people on his very first guest. Was his mother. That's kind of what inspired oh, yeah. me to have I our like moms that. on That's as nice. our first guest. So, yeah, like he had a, a really good conversation with his mother. He's had local rap legends. Like he's had all kinds of people on the show. His big thing is he really wants Jim Carrey to come on his show. Okay. So after every show, he asked the guest, hey, can you look at that camera? Talk to Jim Carrey and tell him to come on my show. Because like, right. he's like Jim Carrey's number one fan, right? And I don't know. I haven't listened to it in a while. I don't know if Jim Carrey's made it yet. Jim Carrey is very uh, difficult to access these days because, you know, he's he's like he's like Hollywood royalty. He's like legendary now. He's like but, an eccentric, uh, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's actually a really smart and introspective oh, dude, too. Absolutely. So I think that would be an extremely good podcast. Yeah, so. that'd be cool. And it's so funny that you mentioned Jim Carrey, obviously, in, in that regard. But my son has literally watched all of his movies today. All oh, really? I've, all I've seen today on TV has been Jim Carrey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, because, you know what? It's funny because my kids like him, too. Um you know, all the goofy movies like The Mask and, and Dumb yep. and Dumber. But we've watched, like, some of his more serious stuff, too. And I'm like, oh, yeah. dude's a talented guy. So I was just curious about um, if you'd ever, ever been interested in podcasting because we're actually looking for a female voice. And uh, we've been talking to some very all wonderful right, we'll, candidates. We'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. We have, we've been talking to some really wonderful candidates. But I said I want to talk to as many people as possible because you seem comfortable on the mic. Uh, you got you – got, So this is your first time doing it? Yeah, I mean, you're doing, man. I, you're doing so, a thousand times better than we fucking did. <laughs> yeah, you should go back and listen to our first episode. Holy it was pretty rough. Shit. It was pretty rough. So let's talk about. We don't. I don't want to get into like politics or anything, but like, what's what's what makes Naomi tick? Like, if we if we were sitting here and you were, well, let's just pretend you were part of this show, like, because what we what we're looking for. Is somebody who's not going to agree with everything we say. Right. That's one of the reasons that we want a woman's perspective <laughs> yeah. on things. I'm opinionated. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what we're looking for. So, like, what's this type of stuff that makes you tick? Like, what gets you excited? What makes you angry? Like, let's talk about it. Um. Okay. Number one thing that makes me angry, I'm going to start there, get it out of the way, <laughs> is intolerance of other people. 
yes. intolerance. Like, just because someone doesn't like what you like or someone doesn't hate what you hate, um, that oh, doesn't fucking, mean you that, can't. Is, that is so fucking relevant to, to the times oh we're living in right God. now. Yes, yeah. yes. And I grew up, my mom, once again, she, tolerance, 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 what she mm-hmm. always said. She always listened to, uh, so I was born in Holland. I'm Dutch. Okay. Um, and so she'd listen to a lot of Dutch music, and I'm like, oh, God, Mom. <laughs> you know, like you talk about, like, the Hispanics fam- the right. Hispanic families. It's like, you know, 6.37 in the morning on a Saturday, <laughs> and they're, like, blaring the music. All right, time yeah. to clean, you know? That was my mom. I'm going to have to Google some Dutch music. because <laughs> don't, I don't need know to. You don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm trying to imagine in my head what this sounds like, and I'm like, I don't know what that sounds like. And I actually have... I used to, you know, I have friends who at one point were family who actually are of Dutch descent. So, like, I can eat it. I've had you eat the ham sandwich with the butter instead of the mayonnaise type shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I've never thing. heard of that. I was about to say, Dude, yeah. It's, it's a, a game changer. It's hagelslag, the chocolate sprinkles. Yeah, that too. <laughs> they have butter with chocolate sprinkles on top. Yeah, that's on breakfast. The bread. That's, that's breakfast. breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy shit. It's pretty good. <laughs> I thought it sounded gross as fuck because I... I, what what it was is my my former brother in law who actually was a friend of mine growing up, uh, he's of Dutch descent, and their grandmother was elderly and needed looking after. And I was like I was home I was in independent study at high school, so I had mm-hmm. time on my hands. So I would just go over there and do my schoolwork and hang out with her. And she was cool as fuck, dude. She was like 70, 80 something, <laughs> yeah. but she was cool as hell. But like you know how old people are, they eat on a schedule. Yeah, and like so she would come there and get her fresh bread and she'd slice it. And I remember the first time I pulled out some mayonnaise, she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and she just pulls out a big-ass slab of butter, bro, and slapped it on a piece of bread after it was toasted and then sprinkled some chocolate on that. And I was like, that looks disgusting. <laughs> bro, it was delicious. It was, it was one delicious. of the best things I've ever tasted in my life. Like, I mean, I love Holy butter. Shit. I love butter. I love chocolate. You don't realize, like, it's a good combination. Anyways, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt yeah, you. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> We're having a discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You said the Dutch music. She's always blaring it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm like, Mom, stop. And then I grew up like a metalhead. I right. love metal. I like a lot of stuff, you know. Uh, techno. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, being from Holland, you know, techno kind of, you know. Has right, a, right. It has a special place <laughs> in my heart, but I cannot listen to it 24-7. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll make yeah. you start twitching. and jumping. Yeah, <laughs> for real. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff I like, but... One of the things that she always did was like, okay, tolerance. She was like, okay, you listen to your music. That's fine. It makes you happy. So you do you, you know? And that's. You do you. You do you. We got to put that on a t shirt, bro. (laughs) For real. I'm telling you, like, that is what I I was going, you know, on our show, we like to go, I like to go through Facebook and look for like interesting conversations Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I've been seeing this one recently. Today I saw a post where a guy is like, if you don't pump your woman's gas, then you might, you're just her girl girlfriend or some shit like that. I was like, okay, hold on. <laughs> how can you put that in a box? Like maybe that's how you feel. Like you pump your woman's gas. Cool. Do you like, what if my woman don't want me pumping her gas? Yeah. Or what if I got a broke leg? Like he's cause he said I was at a gas station and I saw a guy sitting in the car while his woman was pumping gas and it was just pathetic. And then down the, the whole, down the whole uh, comment thread, everybody's arguing their point and like if you didn't like oh you're an idiot but like bro i hate this that is honestly I, a I matter of that. opinion right I, now i know <laughs> like, I, I really the thing is you don't know what's going on he could have been in the car uh fixing her phone she's like babe i don't know i look i did this update now my email no won't idea. load i, I yeah. can't figure this out 
you know, I'm going to pump the gas. Can you please work on my phone? Yeah. Like, in it's, two seconds, you made a judgment about someone you've never met in your life. Yes, yeah. yes. My mom. <laughs> because he's not doing something that you would do. Yes, exactly. It doesn't make any sense. My mom's got, like, serious road rage. Uh-huh. I'm more like, <laughs> I'm going to put on the jams. I'm going <laughs> to chill. And I'm going to, you know, we're just going to get through this traffic whenever, right. it's, whenever <laughs> it's done. You know, that's right, that. Right. Um, but she would just be yelling at someone. And I'm like, Mom, he, his mom could have just... He could have just gotten a call from the police department. His mom, you know, has a heart attack or, you know, maybe there was a, a house fire. Our house caught on fire when I was in high school one time. Right. Or, yeah. Just once. Just once. <laughs> um, well, that's good. You just, yeah. Uh, you just don't ever know what's going on in somebody else's life. And for people to react so strongly without knowing all the facts, without even questioning or anything then and it honestly, just drives me like, crazy do you even have to question like who cares like who gives a shit yeah exactly <laughs> go about the rest of your day exactly like you know there's a hundred different things you could have been worried about in that moment that pertain to you they weren't like i i really hate this is another social media pet peeve like the you ain't a real man unless you do this i'm like you know what real men do they don't concern themselves with what other men they are doing. They don't post stupid everything. ass shit on Facebook. <laughs> Thank yes. you. That's like, come yes. on. And the worst part is, is that they felt so strongly about it that they had to put it on the on social media for yes. all the thousands of people to see. And I just, uh, wow. Like, just yeah. you don't have anything better to do. If you don't have anything better to do than complain about someone else, then you it's, need to look at yourself in the mirror and figure out what's missing from your thing. life. It's, it's got to be entertaining. I thing. think a lot of people don't know how to use social media. Yeah, you know? I think some people just shouldn't have it. I, I saw another one. This lady's like, "You're not a real woman if you don't make your man's plate." I'm oh, like, "Fuck that!" No, <laughs> no, 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 no. See, I, no, I'll make my Wait, own fucking plate because I know how hungry I am. Like I, exactly. You no. hand your wife a pl- an empty plate, you might come back with some parsnips or some bullshit on here. <laughs> yeah. like, no, man, it's just... But I, again, I go through the comment thread, and they're getting all heated. All right, well, while you ain't making your man's plate, maybe he'll be at my house while I'm making his plate. <laughs> all this stupid bullshit. I'm like, really, is it that serious? Yeah. Is it that serious? First of all, like, I don't... I don't keep track of that. I'm pretty sure I've made Whitney's plate before. And I'm pretty sure she's made mine. Like, at the end of the day, we both know we're fucking hungry and we're about to eat. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if that is what you are basing, if your relationship is a good relationship or not, like, you got some bigger problems. Yeah. Like, me, let's eat so we can get to doing whatever else. Like, the eating part, let's get that out of the way so we can sit down on the couch and spend some time together or go do something with the kids. Like, who gives a shit who's making whose plate? But I'm telling you, there had to be, like, a hundred-something comments of people just going back and forth. About stupid stuff. Yeah. yeah, that is a pet peeve of mine. And obviously there's so much intolerance. Like, we, we don't really get into politics on this show at all. But right now, more than any time I can think of, like, people will full on, like, stop being friends with somebody or stop talking to somebody Dude, because I've, of an opinion. And it's, yeah. it's not even an opinion. I mean, yes, yeah, an opinion. But I've seen posts like, if you're voting for Trump, just unfriend me now. Or yep. like this post and I'll delete you. First yep. of all, ain't nobody got time for that bullshit. F- Don't be lazy. You delete me, motherfucker. <laughs> in the actual fuck? You think Why I have it? time to go on your shit and click? Un- no, I don't have time for that shit. Stop being lazy. You unfriend me. And it doesn't It, it doesn't fucking matter, dude. It doesn't fucking matter. At the end of the day, none of that horse shit matters. So then, too you much. know, what it's you're saying much. is that you value this opinion and this viewpoint more than you value other people and your friendships and your family. And, well, man, then I'm sorry for you. Yeah. Like, that sucks. That's a that sad a little fucking sad life to fucking live. way to yes. live. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, I completely agree. And I think it's, um, I think it was like a meme I saw 
something about, you know, we were learned, we were taught not to talk about religion or politics because it was rude, but we should have been taught how to have real discussions with people. Yes, how to talk about it. Yes, how to to just have a discussion and you say your part and I say my my part and you share your viewpoints with other people because that's how people progress. That's how you learn. You're learning from other people, from from other uh, cultures, from from other people's history. That's how you learn. So whenever you shut that door, then you... (laughs) Yeah, and to show, you know, sometimes we forget that as a society, we're not really all as advanced as we think we are. And I'll give you a perfect example of this. All politics aside, when 44 was president, Obama, what was one of the biggest narratives? Oh, he's a Muslim. And this man grew up Muslim and supposedly, allegedly converted to Christianity. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I don't know. But my thing is like, Nowhere in the United States Constitution does it say the president, all you have to be is an American-born citizen and, what, 45 years of age? 35. 35. Sorry, 35. That's it. It doesn't say you have to be Christian. That's right. You cannot be Muslim. You cannot be Buddhist. But there is never a person on this planet in the country who's ever going to become president of the United States if they say anything other than, oh, I'm a Christian. It's not going to happen because people people don't even really know what the Islamic faith is. They know what they see on TV. They know what the news scares them into thinking. And like, so just the thought that some, this guy might be a Muslim was enough to make him unfit to be president. Like, yeah. what do you know about Islamic faith? Like, yeah. what do you know? Have you actually done any research? What people would probably be surprised to find out is guess what people, Jesus is in the Quran. Like Jesus is a part of that story. He's a part of that religion. They just don't believe him to be God's son. And Wake up. There's some people who aren't religious at all. Like there's some people who maybe don't believe in God. Like that's okay. As long as you have your faith and you're doing your thing, you don't have like, you know, I I don't want, I don't want to get into too big of a debate, but like there's people who want to run policy and make policy in our country surrounded around their religious beliefs. Like this is supposed to be the land of the free. There's some people who live here who don't have your same beliefs and they should be able to live their lives without impeding yours. If that motherfucker comes in your house and he's trying to change the way you live, okay, you have a gripe. But everybody, put it on a t-shirt. Just do you. Yep. Just do you. Yep. It's so, ugh. I think if you just like open up and and have like discussions with other people, you'd be really, you'd be really surprised at what you would learn and what you'd be open to. And I just, I find it fascinating. I love talking to other people when mm-hmm. especially when they have very different opinions or upbringing you know than my own right because well i've never experienced that so exactly. tell me more you know yeah if you if you're only surrounded by people who think <sighs> and were raised the exact same you're not going to know anything that's Boring. you're going to stay stupid like you're never going to learn anything. at some point you're going to plateau on what you've allowed yourself to learn. Absolutely. And it is boring. And so I, I can genuinely attest to that. Like yeah. that was that was my life in 2016. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was I was so far one sided, I didn't I didn't want to fucking hear it. Yeah. I didn't didn't care what you had to say. I was right. And you were wrong. <laughs> no Yeah. And over these past couple of years, I've just like my mind has opened up so much. Just, yeah. just by, just by listening. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not listening to respond. I'm listening to understand. 
right. more people should do that. I think a lot of people they'll be in a conversation and they're not listening because they're just thinking about what they're going to say next. Yeah. Right. They're not listening. Yeah. yeah. And that's the the first part of communication is and listening. I think what people don't realize is you can listen and gain an understanding without changing your mind. Exactly. You yeah. don't have to agree with them. Absolutely. Because there's there's a bunch of shit that I don't agree with. Right. But I'm respectful in how I respond to it. Right. Mm -hmm. And even even. It, you know, I, I feel like with me and Chris, we've had a lot of conversations over the years about a lot of things. And there's things that we've been on complete opposite sides of where we've had a conversation and maybe we didn't meet in the middle, but I pulled a little bit more towards his direction and he pulled a little bit toward mine. And we just had a better understanding of where the other was coming from. Yeah. And the fact that we didn't agree on it was okay. And we respected the idea that, okay, I can I can see that point. That, that makes sense to me. Like, I'm not coming all the way over to where you are, but it's like, um, I don't know. It's like people are, people are, they don't want to be wrong. They're afraid to be wrong. And they're afraid that people that are different from them are trying to change them. Yeah. When in reality, that's what you're doing. Like, no, you're trying to change that person. Like if everybody just stayed in their lane and if, if, if there's something that you know, like if there's something that I knew you and I, did not agree on. Maybe we would talk about it once. And if we never came to an impasse or whatever, we just wouldn't talk about it again. Yeah. There's other stuff for us to talk about. That happens with me and Chris yeah. all the time. Yep. Like if we, we have a conversation, we end it on whatever we either agreed to disagree or maybe we both agree, whatever. Yep. And we don't talk about it again. There's plenty of other stuff to talk about. There's real life shit going on. Yep. And I know when you turn on the TV and the radio, you think the only thing going on is this election and politics. Oh, yeah. and, but there's so much in my, my yeah. man, Chris, like he is all about finding the little things. This man will go take a picture of a sunset and be <laughs> like, everybody, just look at this sunset. Like <laughs> there's a real life world out there. And one thing that we both did at one point, we just unplugged it all. Yeah. Mm hmm. We were like, and the clarity that fucking came from that is unbelievable. Yeah. And the all the clarity <laughs> is just like for like a week. All it was was like seven days. Cut the just, phone off, cut the TV off, talk to your family, go outside, yeah. take a walk. Like all that bullshit. When we came back, it was still there waiting for us. It didn't go nowhere. It's that simple, <laughs> folks. That simple. Yep. Yeah. And you realize when you do that, how much none of that shit actually affects your everyday life. Absolutely. It doesn't. People get so worked up over just shit yes it's it's nothing <laughs> yeah yeah it, yeah that's a big pet peeve okay I, I we don't have to focus on that too much what gets you <laughs> pumped up what gets you excited what do i get excited about yeah. um i get excited about well like other cultures i get uh -huh. excited about what i don't know about uh yeah. i love science um okay. any uh yeah there's just as long as you learn something every day then you keep going and no one knows everything so exactly you there's a really going. badass uh page on instagram called what if yeah mm -hmm. and this fucking dude he's like i guess he's has a science background i don't know how deep it is but he does these like little seven minute videos of like what if you fell into a volcano and he like breaks down like the scientific facts <laughs> of what would happen if you were to fall into a volcano yeah but he does it with dude all kind of shit like yeah. it, it, it's it's <laughs> it's really cool yeah yeah i mean and here's the thing like I'm glad you're one of those people who could go look at that and be like, dude, that's dope. There's probably people in the comments like, oh, this is ridiculous. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Just open your mind up to some to some real possibilities. So okay. you said you like science. I heard yeah. you mention music. 
Yeah. You like live music? I love live music. Uh, if you can find it anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right now, especially. Any live music is good music. Yeah, so for that, sure. That's for how sure. I feel. Um, Even the symphony. You ever been to the symphony? Like, I don't know if you ever had the I've opportunity. I've never been. Oh, man. Dude. This, and see, symphony. Haley's been on me, like, why on rice man. to go to, like, a ballet or a symphony or a you, musical. You want to feel yourself get some goosebumps, man? Goosebumps. Go to the symphony. You can like feel the music, and it's just, it's just, and it's probably amazing. shit. You're thinking, man, I would never fucking listen to this shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, you will. It's, it's you will. Cla- trust me. <laughs> I, every now and again, you talk about road rage. <laughs> 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 if I'm on 290 or I 45, 290. Oh, if I'm on those freeways, I will tell Siri play classical music. <laughs> <laughs> Calm your ass down, because <laughs> I'm about to get out of here and punch somebody. But no, like. <laughs> I, man, I, I love music too, and and live music is something that's disappearing. We talked a little bit about the arts. Like, <laughs> number one thing that I love about the arts about music is that's the type of things that like it'll bring people together. And then all the other stuff we were just talking about doesn't matter. Like, you can relate to somebody. Let's say you hear a jazz song, and it takes you back to some moment in oh, your yeah. life where you heard jazz oh, yeah. and you're sitting next to another person in the concert and they're jamming too. And you're like, Hey, yeah, I like this. This is good. Now all of a sudden you've connected and you didn't ask that person who they voted for. You didn't ask what their yes. religion was. The music just brought y'all together. Oh yeah. That's how me and Chris became friends. Yeah. I was like, I was like, uh, I think I'd been dating Whitney for like a month and we decided to go on a camping trip and I was like, I really want them to like me. And I was like, so, and I didn't want to be fake or anything. So like they had a music box there. We were all playing music and we we're all drinking a little bit, you know, we were camping. And, uh, when it came up to be my turn, I was trying to gauge Chris. I'm like, what's he going to like? I was like, I'm, I'm going to bond. Is, I was this like, is my husband. He yeah. likes to play DJ. I'm like, all right, I'm going to yeah, get yeah, this yeah, party yeah. started. Yeah, right. If I was an Uber driver, that's exactly what I would do. I'd be like, this guy looks like he likes Miles Davis, you know, but the, I'm, I'm trying to like figure out Chris. Right. And I was like, you know what? I was thinking he was going to be into, like, heavy metal, which it actually turned out he was. But I don't know anything about metal. So I was like, I'm going to go with some punk music and see what this dude, you know. So I started playing Blink-182, some Green Day, stuff like that. And this guy was like, oh, hell yeah. Hell <laughs> <Bro>. yeah. <laughs> I love this guy. I love this guy. We're, like, bro-hugging and stuff. We've been, I literally had known this dude for, like, a couple of weeks. But it's, it's just crazy how music, art, um, even sports can do that. Yeah, for sure. You know, if you're if you're getting the come, I remember when that when the Astros won the World Series, there was people all in the streets. Look, all the you know, seeing people in the streets when they're protesting certain things, and seeing people in the streets celebrating a championship from their sports team, it's like completely different. There's a wide variety of people. There's people there with their kids. There's people crying, like, and it's over <laughs> a fucking game. But at the same time, like, if you can do that in that moment, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to do that all the time. Absolutely. You know what I remember from the Astros winning the World Series? What was that? They were in that five-story parking garage. Yeah. And that dude's hat fell off. Yeah. And that, they <laughs> caught it, and they were fucking... Yep, yep. Story and they passed it back up. up there. I was like, dude, that's, like... <laughs> That's, you know, incredible. on a Tuesday, somebody been like, oh, shit, a hat and been gone, <laughs> yeah. right? It's just funny, but, I mean, anything that can bring people together like that, I'm down with it. Like, And if we can do that in those moments, if we can do that when terrorists crash, crash two planes into a building, like, there's no reason we shouldn't be able to do that on Every a day. Monday or yeah. a Wednesday or a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, the capability is there. We just got to... Uh, and I think people are so afraid of what other people are going to think about them. 
Yeah. Like if I'm jamming and there's like and there's like some kid next to me and they give me a weird look, I'll be like, hey man, yeah, record. <laughs> oh, dude. Be like, yeah, you have a great day. And my husband's yes. like, what? Do you yes, remember? I am playing the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I want it that way on level 18 <laughs> at I the am. intersection. I'm that fucking 30 year old who drives around blaring Green Day and fucking Sun 41. I don't Hell give yeah. a fuck. Don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, I'm man. I'm pissing off all of Deer Park playing yes. stuff not down the street. Like <laughs> yes, exactly. I just got that new car, man. I got that fucking sunroof. And the windows down, and I'm fucking driving. Oh, I'm fucking playing drums on my fucking steering wheel. Yeah, my car's got a sweet sound Woo. system. I love it. I'm telling you, man, that's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's, it's it's little things like that, man. That see, and I used to work for Capitol Records, so I would really? probably do about like three concerts a week. Like the Capitol? Yeah. No, I didn't. I'm yeah. I mean, I I worked here, but I right. was like their huge no, part no, no, of their no. like Houston team, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, when I was a teenager, we wanted to go sing outside of the Capitol Records building because I used to live in California. <laughs> okay. So our plan was to go in front of the Capitol <laughs> Records building and be like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, this is before YouTube and, you know, people were making their own music. Like, that was the old school oh, style God. of, we're going to go stand in front of Capitol Records Your and sing a tape? song. Yeah, with our mixtape on us. <laughs> See, our, our was Sugar Hill, Sugar Hill Studios. That's oh, was it? Yeah. yeah, we were all, we were I put our shit on a trailer yeah. and drive up and start jamming. <laughs> oh, who are those guys? Like, we suck so fucking bad we couldn't see straight. But, like, we were determined to fucking go play at Sugar Hill Studios. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. But I don't know, man. That's just, just, talking, just talking about it makes me happy, man. Me so too. what did you do for Capitol Records? Uh, just, uh, just like, street team work, just getting the word out. Basically mm -hmm. marketing. Yeah. Which is, in some form or fashion, kind of what I've always done. I just never knew. Right. Um... So I just went out, I would get free tickets to any show, and I would have to meet the band, and I'd have to take a picture with them, right. and ask them some questions, and get some posters and some swag, and pass it out to people, and it was a sweet gig. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Damn. That sounds dope. Yeah, no, I, got, I would get like, you know, I, a lot of people talk bad about South by Southwest. I love South by Southwest. It is awesome. So innovative. And these people did really make you think outside the box, which as a mm -hmm. creative, that's what I'm all about. Right. So, you know. What is South by Southwest? I'm sorry. South I'm by Southwest is a huge, it's just a like fest creativity festival, but it's mm -hmm. it's movies, it's um, it's performance, it's music, it's just everything. And it yeah. just gets bigger and bigger. Now, I mean, I haven't been in a while, you know, right. I'm a mom now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but whenever I would, whenever I used to go, I mean, and it's like a week long or like four, oh, wow. 14, 12 days, something like yeah. that. Um, and it was just awesome. And there'd be a lot of secret shows, lots of stand-up comedians. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. I mean, we're, I remember one time we were at Chewy's, we thought the night was over and we get a phone call and they're like, hey. You need to go because Beastie Boys are doing a secret show right now, and I'm like, Damn. let's go, let's go. <laughs> That's so what's up. yeah, That's what's up. and it was about you know they let like just a handful of people in, maybe I don't even think it was 50 people they let in, then they locked the doors, right. and you cannot get out, you can't get in. <laughs> I mean, but it was bad ass. I yeah. never, I mean, no one even knew the Beastie Boys were going to be there. Just people show up, yeah. and I mean, it's Austin, you know, live music capital of Texas, if right, not, you right. know. Half the United States, at least. Didn't yeah, they? Sure. Didn't they cancel? Like, stop that this year? Oh, I'm. I'm. They canceled a lot of stuff. I was about this to year. say. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking like permanently. Like South South by Southwest is yeah, done. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't. I, I don't, don't know, know if it's permanent. I, I, because I, when you said South by Southwest, it was like starting to ring a bell. 
-hmm. And then when you explained what it was, I don't know if it was, it might be, it might have been permanently. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. That sounds dope. All my favorite things are canceled this year. We always go to the Lone Star Rally. My husband and I ride. And uh, I am so, so sad. So do you have a bike? Uh, yeah, I mean, I sold my bike because uh-huh. I'm looking to get a, a, a different one. Right, right. My bike was heavier than my husband's bike. And oh, I was snap. like, I just want something smaller. I'm right. not that big of a person. <laughs> right. And so I laid it down a couple times. I was like, all right, I'm going to try something different. That's um, got to be scary as shit. So you uh, laid it down a couple times? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, that would have <laughs> been enough for me. Yeah. But one Somebody time, come get I, this there wouldn't have been a second time. Uh, yeah. it's, it's not that bad. <laughs> it is kind of like the slow motion thing. You're like, oh, shit, here we go. Oh. I had a bike when I graduated, and Pops got it for me for my graduation present. Yeah. My uncle had a motorcycle crash, and I sold that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I know a lot of people who are into it, and it's, it's cool as fuck. I've, I've considered it. Um, my have wife, you, have my you wife ever rode a no. bike? It, no, it's been forever. Like, I've never actually driven one myself. I've been on a bike before. Man, that's the actually, best feeling. I, I mean, I imagine, <laughs> too. And, like, I have a buddy that I used to work no, with. No, they didn't cancel it permanently. Okay. March tw- 12th through the 20th, 2021. Okay, cool, cool. <sighs> that's good. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to look into that. But, no, I have a buddy who, he used to be a part of, like, a, a club. And they'd get together and, like, just ride to Oklahoma City yeah. or go to Vegas. Like, yeah. they would do all kinds. He'd show me pictures, and they're having a good time. Like, that looks fucking badass, yeah. but... The only problem know, with bikes here is not you as a rider. It's all the fucking idiots around exactly. you. Oh, yeah. Are, oh, yeah. Exactly. You've got they to don't be, pay attention. Yeah, you've got to really, really pay attention to what's going on around you when you're on the, a motorcycle. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. And I'm a very... Like, my bike... Uh, wasn't loud, and I'm like, look, the louder my bike is, then the more people are going to know yeah, when I'm know coming up there. around yeah. them. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, loud pipes save lives. That's what we always say, yep. and I'm, I think go. that's very true. That's cool. So you usually go to the big rally down in Galveston? Yeah, I, I don't ride there though. I'll I'll ride bitch with my husband. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's a lot of people. I think the last yeah. time we went, it was half a million. Yeah. Ooh, half a million motorcycles. I don't remember how many years ago this was, but I was working for AT&T, so it was at least seven or eight years ago, and actually witnessed a fatality. Yeah. That was another thing that was like, ugh, I, I I've, I've seen a couple of them, yeah. and I've had... Um, it was on the causeway. Yes. Like it was, yeah. Yeah, every year there's fatalities, um, and I've, you know, you just see a couple of them, and it definitely uh, makes your heart sink, Yeah, but... I'm I understand if you're passionate about it and you love doing it and I mean, you only live once, right? That That's what I always <laughs> say. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I love, I just like going fast. I like right. fast yeah. cars. <laughs> yeah. I, li- <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Um, so yeah, you only live once. And if you lived in fear, then you wouldn't be living at all. Yeah. So I just kind of hope for the best, try to stay educated <laughs> and careful and I'm with you. fingers yeah. crossed. I'm trying to think of the most dangerous thing I've been willing to do. Hmm. We went hang gliding. That's crazy. In Mexico. That was no, it wasn't hang gliding. It was parasailing. parasailing. Yeah, yeah. Hang gliding I wanted to do, but then <laughs> I was on video and I'm like, but what happens if you accidentally let go? There's nothing to, oh no, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. about that. Hang yeah. gliding, I don't know if I I, I think I want to jump out of a plane. Have you jumped out of a plane? I have not I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> Yeah, but you keep getting closer. So <laughs> <laughs> the longer you wait, you're getting closer and closer. Oh, yeah. Everybody I've talked to says like, if you're 
scared of heights or not, like that's not a factor when you're yeah. in the plane. And I know that yeah. the first time, I probably maybe the first couple times you go, then you're like you're tandem with someone yes. else, and you yeah. basically you're basically forced to go whenever they jump is whenever <laughs> right. you jump. Like, no, let's go. Right <laughs> yeah. So I know, I know, I will do it. At some point. Right. It's on the bucket list. I don't want to think about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else we could get your hot take on. I guess we can come back to ass eating now. No? <laughs> <laughs> no we, I don't know if you heard that conversation and when we did laughter is the best medicine. We always like to chop on Florida. <laughs> and so there's this dude who got he literally went to jail so he could keep his I eat ass sticker on his truck rather than just cover up a letter. All he had to do was cover up a letter and the cop would let him one, go. Take one off. Take one letter yeah, off of take ass. Take one letter off of ass and you can go. And this dude's like, nope. He's like, ground. Nope. Yeah, he was the Rosa Parks of ass eating. <laughs> he was gonna stand his why, ground. This why mom, was his, why was he sent to jail for a sticker? Because for apparently vanity. in Florida it's display of profanity. Uh, some, I can't remember what the exact term was. It was like um, improper, a display of improper. Like lewdness? Yeah, or? something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't, like, aren't there bumper stickers that say, like, eat shit and die and crap I, like that? I don't know. But, I mean, I was in high school, and on the back of my car, I had, you know, like, one of those little, like, cancer ribbons or something like that mm. except mine was black and it said support sex drugs and rock and roll <laughs> and it got right. stolen off my car so many times so i would buy them in bulk <laughs> Damn. Wait, it was a bumper sticker or a magnet it was a magnet okay oh. yeah it was a I was magnet say, that's some dedication but, but i mean sex drugs and rock and roll man it's just an ideal yeah. right if, absolutely if you like eating ass then you just go for it all right <laughs> there you go everybody do you that's funny you do yeah you. but i don't know because <laughs> Then the conversation came up, like, it got a little personal. My man was squirming in his chair here. <laughs> but he's like, hey, dog, I've been there. He fucking loves it. He fucking I'm, loves it. It makes our show entertaining. I guarantee that is because this is how I gauge. I don't know. Secure everything I say Chris laughs at. And that's not like a slight on him. Like, he's just a tickled person, right? <laughs> it's just you say something, he's going to be tickled. So when we're watching a show, I usually like for my wife. And the part she laughed at the hardest when I was like, hey, Chris. How do you feel about eating ass? And his face, he's like, <laughs> you gotta go back and watch it. His face is priceless. He's like, I know in his mind, like he had like the angel version of himself and the devil version of himself on his shoulders. And then he probably had Haley up here, like, mm. yeah, there's like 15 things going through my fucking head at one time. Like, <laughs> he's trying to think, like, oh, oh shit. Oh man. But that's what makes. That's what I love about our show is the dynamic. Like me, I'll fucking say anything and I'll apologize after if I offended somebody. Like <laughs> if it's if it's there, it's gonna come out. So that's just kind of what we do. It takes me a few minutes to gather <laughs> how I'm gonna say it yeah. without yeah. Plus, throwing also, anybody under the bus plus, or Chris also was thinking about the headline. Fair Dinkum president oh, yeah, yeah, talks yeah. about <laughs> eating ass on podcasts. <laughs> Yeah. Like yeah. a picture of him with his coffee cup, <laughs> with the logo and everything. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I feel like uh, people almost expect some, me to do something stupid, <laughs> and er, all of my clients would be like, "Yeah, well, you got your your tattoos and your hair, and you know, like my crazy nails or whatever." And mm. that's just who I am, right? But people, so you don't worry about me. how that affects business, like it. No, then if it affects, if a client doesn't want to be, if they don't want me to. <laughs> 
I don't want them yeah, then. Then you're not yeah. you're not the right person for yeah, them. Exactly. Then then you know what? Then I do know some people that are uh, you know, straight edge and I'll and send them your boring. way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you're going to get a boring Fiverr logo from them too. <laughs> Hey, our, lo- our logo came from Fiverr. Fuck Fiverr, by the way. <laughs> really? You don't like them? Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, you can, you, I mean, I did this as an experiment one time. You, like, just did, like, a $5 logo because I saw some other YouTubers doing it, and I was like, I want to, I'm going to check this out. Um, so you were going to sell your stuff on Fiverr? Well, I looked into it, but full on knowing that I wasn't really going to do that gotcha. because it's just, it's kind of, it's, it's gimmicks. It's gimmicky. It's very, yes, it's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a flooded market. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of, how do you feel about templates and I think, do it yourself? I think templates are okay as long as you don't use the template. If you need somewhere to start, uh, that's fine, but don't use the template. Just use it to give you, all right, well, I've got these boxes here and this image here and a little bit of this coding here, mm-hmm. and I'll start with that. And that's that's fine. I mean, I, th- okay. I think a lot of professional designers do that as well. But, um, you know, it just depends on the budget. Right. If I've got a client that is going to pay, uh, you know, $10,000 for this website and they want it very like this, 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 this and this. All right, fine. I'll, I can do that from scratch. But if I get a client and they're like, you know, I just need something just to get me started. I've got this much. I'm like, hey, well, that's cool. We'll throw in some stock images. We'll do this. But it's not going to look cheesy and i think a lot of designers i mean if you don't do the right colors it can come off really cheesy i see some designers i mean i don't know if y'all know what the difference between cmyk and rgb Mm -hmm. cmyk is for print right rgb is for web and it's a color mode Mm -hmm. um and then when i see you see like a website where the blues and the greens like really clash and they're so ugly they use the wrong color mode and that is graphic design 101 like you get a designer like that then you know like that's your pet peeve yeah oh god yeah. Man, so yeah, I'm a yeah I'm a design snob. We I, I hope you don't feel less of us that your vector file that you made came from a fiber created uh, logo. No, I but mean it's whatever thing, works. Yeah, we were getting started, but I'm just like right now every all of our content we create like I'm not talented in art. <laughs> Chris don't have the time to do it. No, yeah, I don't think he's talented. Talent. <laughs> so see, and that's why there's places like that for individuals like yourselves. Not yeah. everyone has the time and they're just, you know, they're just trying to get something up and going and they don't need it to be perfect. They don't like but you came to me for this different file yeah. type and all of that. So if I design a logo for someone, I make sure that they get I mean, it probably ends up being like 23 or 24 files by the time I'm done. Yeah. It's not just one logo, one file. It's so. How do you compete with that though? Because if I can go on Fiverr and get a logo made for five bucks, like how would, how are you competing with I'd that? I'd say like, about seventy percent of my clients are people who have gone on Canva or Fiverr and said, "Look, I messed up. Can <laughs> right. you help me?" <laughs> gotcha. And then I and then they, I mean, pay. you get what you pay for. Yeah, absolutely. You get what and you I mean, pay for. you can depending on what you're doing. You can reverse Google some of the images you get from Fiverr, and they'll show up like a thousand different. I haven't logos had the balls to do that yet because yeah. I don't want to see it. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't want to see it. There's going to be so, seventeen different smells like Middle East for your podcast I logos. Mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, everyone's you got different. this room all fucking tagged up. Like, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's so, so for the people who know us, they recognize it. So yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and that's perfect. Yeah, for sure. And we we appreciate all the help you gave us and start. I wouldn't, you know, speaking of template, 
our store is Shopify. Sorry. Like <laughs> it was That's easy. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we, we got that store started because you helped us. I was trying to find somewhere to do t-shirts and I needed a vector file. And I didn't even know what the hell that was. Yeah. And so Chris told me, Hey, call, call, uh, Naomi, she's got it. So it's Riches in Design, right? Yep, Riches in right, Design. I hope people will works. call you up and and, yes. and get it and get it in because what's your what would you say your primary way of advertising is? Uh right now it's I mean it's really just word of mouth. Yeah. It's a lot of people that know me from the exactly. chamber. Right. Um so a lot of people who know other people who know other people right. and they all know that I'll get it done. Yeah, the community. Yeah. The yeah. community. That's what's up. Well, I think this went really well. I agree. And I had a good time. And you're very, <laughs> very talented on the microphone. Um, I'll tell you what, like, I, I hope you already feel like you're part of the crew. Like, I know that this is your first time coming on. Yeah. And, like, we appreciate it because we know you listen when you get the opportunity mm-hmm. to. And, like I said, some of this stuff we wouldn't even have with, without you. So you're definitely part of the crew. But, I mean, I would love to talk more about we're, what we're trying to do is we're trying to put together a team. And I think we've announced this on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're trying to put together a team and really take this podcast to the next level. Um, up to this point, it's been just me and Chris. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Chris has got 700 other things going on. So a lot of the podcast <laughs> stuff has fallen onto me. And we're like, you know, it's funny. It was actually Chris's idea because I was like, man, I'm drowning. And, you know, he's got his possibility of his coffee shop opening. And yep. I was like, I just don't know what's going to happen. And he's like, man, it sounds like we're ready to put together a team. And, like, this light bulb went off in my head. Like, Ding. I'm a Why? startup guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I I can I can take something and get it off the ground with fucking steamrolling behind it. That's good. Yeah. That's 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 what I enjoy doing. Yeah. That's what I like. I, I like the startup process. A lot of people get an idea and then they just don't do anything with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Chris is all about getting it started. All yep. right. That's that's his thing. And I mean that's why we're here. So like I said, I hope that you feel like you're part of the crew and you know, maybe possibly I'm not saying you have to be on the show, but Let's talk about maybe helping us out, you know, with our with our push moving forward. Yeah. I think that'd be great. And that chair is open to you at any time. Anytime All right. you want to come you. through and talk some shit, for sure. You can come through. So <laughs> let's see. Yeah, that went really well. We've been running for about an hour and twenty minutes. We so. didn't cut off. Everything's no, good. everything is beautiful. Good. All right. It's going to be a good. good day. I can feel it. Let me hurry up and get <laughs> us out of here before the shit shuts off. But we just want to thank everybody for listening. And real quick, we want to thank our sponsors. Uh, Josh Beard, he is a realtor for Keller Williams, and he's the best in the business. And um, anybody who's looking to buy a home or sell their home, please give him a call. Josh Beard, um, we have all his information on our Facebook. Uh, I want to thank Sarah Cooligan of the Urban Soap Bar. Uh, I believe she's getting married this weekend. So I think it is this weekend. So, yeah, thank you so much for your support. We want to thank Stephen Terry, mutual friend of ours. Did you do Stephen Terry's logo? I didn't do his logo, but I've done some other stuff for him. Okay. You wrapped his truck. I think he got a, he got a new van or something. Yeah, he's he's working on the new van. Yeah, Stephen Terry's. I seen it parked outside. I was like, <laughs> when Stephen Terry told me that he goes from Orange, Texas to fucking Victoria, that dude's got a spread, man. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this dude is yeah. out here getting it. Yes. But don't worry, guys, he's got time for you. So give him a call. Go to Stephen Terry, uh, Pest Elimination. He's on Facebook. If you, he's gonna be the first person that pops up. Search him on his, for his Facebook page, and uh, give him a call. He's also the best in the biz. Then we want to thank my man, Kevin Provost of Money Management International and Co. Uh, If you want to get your credit straight, give him a call. And um, you can Google him and also look him up on Facebook. He's got a Facebook page for Money Management Co. And then I want to thank Banerjee Plastic Surgery. My wife's employer, she runs the biz. She's the best in the biz. Dr. Banerjee's the best in the biz. If you're looking for a Miss New Booty Judy, 
Go to <laughs> fantasyplasticsurgery.com. Tell them you listen to the show, and they're going to give you $1,000 off of your procedure. And their tattoo laser removals. Get, the, get rid of them jailhouse yes. tats. Yes, there's also <laughs> discounts on Botox, tattoo removal, all types of things. Let them know you listen to the show, and they're going to hook you up. All right, Naomi, thank you so much for coming. This is the first time you've had a microphone in your face with the ability. Yeah. You know, we actually have a listener in Holland. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Very cool. It is Holland, right? Yeah. Sarah's, Sarah's yes. I think it was Sarah's. She, yeah. Mm-hmm. She said her folks are from Holland. Very I told cool. her I need to learn. Do you know any Dutch? Yeah. I know Dutch. Okay. I need it's, to learn how to say thank you for listening to the Smells Like Melody Spirit podcast in Dutch. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we're just saying thank you, And that just means thank you. Okay. <laughs> we'll work on that later. Yeah. Because I want to talk to them. They've been listening, and we really appreciate it. <laughs> so thank you for coming on, and uh, you're welcome anytime. All right. Thanks. All right. It's been a pleasure. Yes, ma'am. All right. I'm going to get us out of here. You guys know the deal. For our guest, Naomi Richardson, my name's Nick Stevenson. My name's Chris Clark, and we'll see you all next time. You've been listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast with Nick and Chris. For more show content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.